Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Let's go to Tampa Bay now, where the Eagles come to town. The Bucks are favored by eight and a half points in this one. I would love to see the Eagles win this game because I'm frankly just tired of seeing Tom Brady win all the time. I don't think it's going to happen though i mean this would be a massive upset to me it would even be a bigger upset to me than if the steelers beat the chiefs if the eagles knock off the super bowl champion bucks that's the upset of the weekend i would put it this way this has the potential to have the most ridiculous reaction among upsets like if the steelers beat the chiefs there will be like some takes but it will be somewhat measured and somewhat you know understandable right it'll still be silly but it'll still be you know whatever but this will be like whoa jalen hurts is on it like no he won't be awesome like, you know what i mean like it will just be like they ran the ball a thousand times and kept you know played keep away from tom brady or whatever and they won it does you know but the transitive property will be all over the place i'm i'm being honest with you stats i'm kind of rooting for the eagles because i'm obviously wow. rooting for the cowboys I mean, if the Eagles beat the Bucks, and so now these games are now at Sunday afternoon, you did a terrible job of outlining that for our audience. Um, if they win on Sunday afternoon, then Dallas will know, obviously against your 49ers, that a win means that they host their divisional round matchup. What's more is the Cowboys, like the Eagles, have a day advantage on their wild card opponent because they played on Saturday last week. If this were to be the case, Dallas would have a day advantage on their divisional opponent because the Rams and Cardinals are playing on Monday night. So, I mean, in a weird way, I'm kind of rooting for this to happen. I also am always rooting for chaos. Um, I would love to see this happen. I'm also super out on Bruce Arians. I've never been in, uh, to be very clear. And I think, you know, I, I think it would be hilarious if the Bucks were technically 0-1 at home in the playoffs, having won the Super Bowl there. Because, like, that's not like a, a Bucks playoff game. That's an, like an impartial playoff game that they just so happen to you know, call the home stadium of, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would be really funny to me. So I kind of want that weird quirky thing to happen. I agree with you. I'm down on Bruce Arians. I don't like anything that he's got going on. Uh, I do think that this is going to be fascinating because if the Eagles somehow manage to win this game, I feel like it's going to be very difficult for them in the offseason to say, all right, we're moving on from Jalen Hurts because I think there's going to be a huge contingent of Eagles fans that are like, we beat the Super Bowl champs in their stadium and now you're getting rid of this guy. So I think that, a win there, you know, can potentially change some trajectories in Philadelphia in terms of how they build their team going forward. I think if the Eagles are going to win, they're going to need the Tom Brady from the second half of the NFC Championship game last year to show up. They're going to need the guy that threw three picks in that second half. Maybe Darius Slay can make a big play. You know, he's he can take some risks at times. He may be able to get one 
you possibly a pick six. They're going to need something like that because they cannot win just a straight shootout with the Bucks. You know, um, back to the other pirate when the Raiders lost on Sunday Night Football to the Chiefs. Um, Chris Collinsworth said, and granted, this proved to not technically be true, but he said, you know, maybe maybe this season's just too much, right? Like, and that was really fair at the time, like, and it still is fair. Like, maybe it maybe it was just too much. It's too much for a team. It's too much to ask to, to for them to overcome, for them to endure, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that there maybe it won't be this game, but there will be that point throughout the playoffs with the Bucks. Would be like, you know, maybe it was too much. You know, Chris Godwin going down, the Antonio Brown situation. Like they just don't have the weapons anymore. Like I think again, this is a really weird way to put this, but like we could see the the final days of New England Tom Brady because the whole problem there was that there was nobody around him, right? Like he was still Tom Brady, but he didn't have any talent, any skill position players. Obviously, Gronk was gone at the time and is here now. But you've got Gronk, you've got Mike Evans, and I know Leonard Fournette and there's you know players coming back and whatnot. But I mean, you're, it's you're missing too much, and it might you might be able to survive this week. But like if you have to go to Lambeau or something like that, you don't have the horses to run with certain teams. That's a really good point. Like part of the reason they decided to stick with Antonio Brown when they did after the whole vaccine card thing is because they flat out needed him. Like they needed a really good player. He's obviously not there anymore. I think Gronk is going to be a factor in this game. He has 14 touchdown catches in 20 playoff games with Tom Brady. Like that's absurd. Um, And we know that Brady likes to go to him in crunch time. So yeah, like it's going to be an interesting thing. And how healthy is Mike Evans? You know, he's got that hamstring. So we have yet to see that as well. Um, If I think the fact that the Bucs are playing a mobile quarterback probably hurts them also. Those guys can make plays outside of the structure of the offense and overcome, you know, various things in the in the play calling. Maybe one of your offensive linemen gets beat or whatever, and Jalen Hurts just flat out takes off, whereas somebody else might not be able to do that. I think I might go with the Eagles to cover the spread, not to win the game, but I think I'm going to take the eight and a half. I would love to do it um, just for fun, but I'm going to not do it because I actually would love to do that. Like, I look, look stats, l- let it never be said that RJ is like a sore winner, like boring, whatever. I'm going to take the Bucks, which means we are three for three on disagreeing here. I could take the easy way out and just kind of anaconda you, suffocate you until the very end and just, <laughs> you know, go chalk the entire way. But I want to see some fun. I want to see some fireworks. So I'm I'm creating a world where you could potentially come back and, and be back in the mix as soon as next week. I will take the bucks. I will give you eight and a half. Never let it be said that I am not super brave. You're like Ted Williams when he went into the last day of the season where technically if he sat, he would have hit 400. And the manager, do you know this story? I don't because I'm not 100 years old. <laughs> so Ted Williams is going into the last game of the season and his average is like, 399.967, you know, whatever. And they would have rounded it up to 400. So the manager was like, do you want to play and potentially risk not hitting 400 for this season? Or do you want to just sit out and guarantee it? And it was a double header, I think, that day. And Williams was like, F that. And he went like four for 12 and ended up hitting 406 on the year. Mm. The opposite of that is like the NFL, or the NFL is like the opposite of that, where it's like, like last week, Jason Kelsey goes out and plays one play to like maintain his start streak. And it's like that gets to count. I'm like, I don't want to pick on Jason Kelsey. Like that happens to a lot of players. I hate that. Like, you know, we can acknowledge that he has a streak without the like stupid, you know, fanfare that has to come in moments like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's just be smart. That's all I'm saying. I actually 
kind of like what they did, to be honest with you, because why should the streak end just because their team has been good enough or in a situation to play a meaningless regular season game? No, like, I, that's, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, he should not have to play at all, and the streak should still oh, uphold. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we should be we should be sophisticated enough to, like, we, we have the technology stats. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> to, like, be able to say the streak is alive and well. We don't need him to suit up and go out for one ceremonial snap so that, you know, pro football reference keeps tracking it or whatever. That's all. Gotcha. Okay. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.